0: All right, this is the hot new ticket item in our house right now. It's called Ember, and it is the world's first temperature control mug that keeps your coffee or tea hot until the very last sip. You heard me correct. It is a mug with a long lasting battery, and it connects to an app, and you put the temperature that you would like your coffee or tea to be into the app, and it keeps it at that temperature. It's unbelievable. Ensuring a perfect, delicious sip each time. And the battery is super long lasting, so you can sip your coffee in any room of the house or obviously leave the house with it. And you will have warm coffee or tea wherever you go. The Ember app will notify you when your preferred drinking temperature is reached, so no more burning your mouth or running to the microwave when it gets cold. Ember is unlike any other product on the market that just keeps your beverage hot and most of the time can keep it too hot. Ember offers precision temperature control. It's available in a 10 ounce and 14 ounce and a travel mug. And it is the must have gift this holiday season for every coffee and tea drinker on your list. I'm telling you, this is literally like the gift that keeps on giving. Head to ember.com slash best for 10% off your first time purchase. This is the best deal you will find on these products this season. So make sure to order early for your proper holiday delivery. That is ember.com slash best. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. All right. Another solo pod. Um, finding a cold. I'm going to New York tomorrow, and I am alone at home with no help with the baby, and she's sleeping. And there's three dogs here. (laughs) Are you guys tired of my chaos? I don't do it as a means to be charming it just is what it is um i think this week i want to talk about um my like health journey only for the purposes of context um because i i you know i've tried from the beginning and i don't think it came off well in in with pia's pod at all um but i think you know, my goal is to always share a lot of information that you know, just as much free information as possible. like you know, and that's what a lot of people are trying to do um, because no because a lot of people don't feel good. So many people just don't feel good, and they have chronic issues and pain, and we all, you know fatigue and bloating, and we just think this is how we feel. When I started kind of deep diving into the effects of a lot of the things that are around us, the harmful effects of these things on our bodies, I kind of started to spiral. and I went very deep in one direction, which was, of course, you know, very anti-pharmaceutical medicines and fast food. And I mean, I, there's no there's no arguing. I mean, you know one in three people have cancer. so there's no arguing that our environment and the foods that we're eating don't have harmful effects on us. I mean, it's it's just it's obvious, but i but I think also it's very clear that stress and anxiety um, and all the you know, being uptight and living a rigid life, being worried about all of those things, I think is is incredibly harmful as well. And it's taken me a couple of years to find like a nice balance of, you know, having a late night fast food every once in a while or having it on a road trip and, you know, finding affordable foods in the meantime from the farmer's market and, you know, living kind of like an 80% life. Cause that's just how I feel good. Um, and, you know, that's how I maintain being able to, to function um, and I think when I had Pia's pod, I was so on the other side of the health fence and panicked about everything around us and horrified. I'm hor- and, and you know, I would speak about it a lot with anger because I'm, I am really angry about um, the fact that there are so many harmful things around us and that we're all living naively with these things and that so many of them are targeted for children and that a lot of these companies, it's just a few people getting really rich off of making an entire population sick. But that's a whole other pod. But I just wanted to, you know, I feel like I definitely went too far and sounded like a snotty, white, privileged asshole and didn't give grace to the situation. And that's just learning and growing, right? So I want to also... Yeah, I think it's good to share the context of my history, which is that I have been in kind of a little health journey struggle since I was um, around like 11 or 12. Eighth grade is really when I had my first, you know, like I feel like everyone has like one health issue that'll happen, that'll trigger you, right? So eighth grade was really my first major like health issue Um, I got my period when I was 10, which is way too young. And on top of me being extremely young, my periods would last for, you know, anywhere from one week to two weeks. And it was unbearable the amount that I was bleeding. You know, I'd fill up like an overnight pad in like an hour. Like it was really bad. And nobody really knew what to do about it. You know, obviously my mom didn't she's not a doctor and i had was still seeing my pediatrician and he was like what is going on here and there was a big stigma around sending me to a gynecologist cuz that just felt very like adult so i dealt with it and and they were debilitating and my cramps were debilitating and there would be times where i couldn't go to school and i couldn't tell anyone at school i already looked very tall I didn't look very tall. I was very tall and I looked much older. And I had, you know, in like third grade, I had to kind of start wearing like a, I hate the word training bra because that's not what it is it wasn't training anything. I had to add another layer in between like my boobs and a t-shirt because it was inappropriate. And, you know, got made fun of for some, by a couple of boys innocently. They didn't know. And And then I switched schools and I remember like, I don't know how it happened, but I, I was in fourth grade and like the sixth, like a sixth grader found out that I had my period and and she like pulled me into the bathroom and was like, you can be in our club. Like there's like four of us and we have our periods. And I was like, Oh god, thank you. And that felt nice because I felt like I obviously could talk to somebody. And then I switched schools and I went to a school in La Cunada called St. Bede's by accident. It's not a place I necessarily had like a desire to go to it was kind of, you know, Pasadena has a lot of like extremely elitist, wildly expensive private schools. And then it has, you know, public schools that have have metal detectors for guns and horrible education systems. And this was kind of the only option that was in between. It was just like a normal, um, you know, little school. And I looked, again, way older and the parents at that school, I'm only naming the school because in case anybody <laughs> hears this, like all of the parents at that school were such fucking assholes, such narrow-minded assholes. And I, I was like tortured for looking older. And they would, they would start rumors about me that were insane, like insane to the point where my mom and I would be like, this is such a reach. And it was very isolating and very humiliating. And then on top of that, I had my period and couldn't tell anybody about it. And um, and then in eighth grade, I had a cyst rupture. By the way, I would be like bleeding like that in like a in like a uniform and like a little skirt. Like I remember going into church. It was a Catholic school, so we had to go to church every Wednesday. And I walked. I was like get, getting into the pew, and I started bleeding. Like it was, it, I had blood showing. And I got up and I went to Mrs. Davitt, who I loved. And I said, Mrs. Davitt, I have to go to the bathroom. And she said, you need, she was a strict teacher. And, you know, church was about to start. She said, you need to sit down. And I, I, I sat down and I thought to myself, what the fuck am I going to do? I remember thinking I'm fucked because I can't get up again. She's going to get mad at me. And if I sit here, I, it's going to get worse. And we got, it was petrifying. And so finally, I just, I have to get up again. So I got up and I, and she was like, looked at me like, get down. And I said, I'm bleeding I have my period and I needed to go to the bathroom and I ran to the bathroom and she came in there afterwards and asked if I was okay and said I was her first student that had ever had their period. And so she was obviously taken aback and apologized. And And then in eighth grade, I developed an ovarian cyst that ruptured and had to go on birth control because apparently that's the only thing that stops it. So it stops the cysts from growing and... I think I like confided in one friend about it, and uh, who told her mom, and then her mom went around and told everybody, um, and the whole thing was just so fucked, like because they it, it you know they had already pinned me as being somebody who looked older and and was therefore like a f- like you know, like a bad like forward, like a girl who did like advanced things, which I didn't. I was in eighth grade. I couldn't even like what I, my mom picked me up from school. I went home. And now I'm a birth control and that just got twisted and and manipulated into me being like sexually active, which by the way, for the record, I didn't lose my virginity until my senior year of high school. And so there was like all this shame and it it made me extremely anxious, extremely anxious. And at the time I started gaining a lot of weight um, and then couldn't lose weight with just like healthy activity. So I remember like sneaking diet pills, which was crazy. Even like I would... Yeah. I don't even, There was like someone's mom had them and then they would bring them to school. So I, you know, just horrible shit. I would like take diet pills and then um, like all the anxiety, like the social anxiety, like I was getting like debilitating panic attacks where I like couldn't even use my hands. And so the doctor put me on Celexa and then I was on something else, some other like anti-inflammatory thing. Um, And so at this point I'm, I'm on birth control and like two other prescription medications and I'm unable to lose weight. Um, And these are all, by the way, like PCOS symptoms. Um, And then, and so like that kind of began like the beginning of disordered eating, which I realized uh, through my doctor, a lot of women who have PCOS, she said, you could eat a piece of lettuce for the rest of your life. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to get, lose any weight because it's an insulin problem. So of course, a lot of women with PCOS have Disordered eating. As somebody who suffers from PCOS, little overshare alert. Uh, tampons. I'm sorry, they're just not enough for me, um, and I find them to be extremely wasteful. So, if you want a period product that you know looks out for your body, your lifestyle and the planet, you really just have to try Flex. Flex is an innovative period care company that creates products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One Flex Disc can be worn up for 12 hours and holds as much as three super tampons. Not a cup. It's better than a tampon. It's really unlike any other period product you've seen before. And I know this is mind blowing. You can wear it for mess free period sex. Your nice, crispy white sheets will thank you. The flex disc also creates 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So you consider using flex as your, you know, environmental good deed, which is great. And if you want to go zero waste, and have the planet love you even more, you want to use the Flex cup, which is a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy and you already know how to use it. It's velvety soft and completely body safe and lasts for years. And it's disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. It is just an incredibly easy functional product with helpful videos and in-depth diagrams, gifts and flex births available to walk you through the entire process. You'll never go back to products from the past. Once you try flex, say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand. Go to flexfitscom slash best and use code best for 20% off the flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup plus free shipping in the US. That's code BEST at flex, F-L-E-X com slash BEST. So that was like, you know, the very beginning. And then as I went into high school and made friends my freshman year and would have sleepovers and order pizza and eat, you know, raw cookie dough and, you know, didn't have the metabolism that the other girls did. I, gained weight to the point where I was pre-diabetic and, you know, clinically obese for my height. And also what was really actually, you know, harder than that and the stigma of being, you know, people's comments and whatever about my body was that um I really couldn't focus in school and I hadn't ever been able to. And it was debilitating. I remember just like, especially after lunch, slapping my face in class, like trying so hard to focus, trying so hard to stay awake. Part of my yawning, I'm so, this cold is killing me. I mean, so many people feel like this. I know a lot of people feel like this at work. You know that feeling where you're just like brain fog, exhausted. I mean, it's, it's nearly impossible, right? And so here I am, on the you know heavier side, my period is still crazy. I'm still on birth control. I am unable to focus at all. Finally, I said to my mom, like, you know I, I I don't I don't think I have I don't think how I'm functioning is quote unquote normal. I look at other kids in class and they're able to to function and entertain a conversation and take notes and not they're not falling asleep like I am. There's got to be something wrong and, you know, go to the doctor or doctors, oh, you're fine, you know, whatever. It was never like, maybe it's something you're eating or maybe, and then, then the like, instead of realizing that I was tired and unable to focus and maybe it was something that I was eating, it was, well, your and this was a huge overarching theme in my life that I was clearly very intelligent, clearly very bright, clearly very smart, cl- clearly very creative, but my grades didn't represent that. And, you know, I would try to study and it would be impossible. And I kept saying, like, I'm really struggling here. And nobody really listened to that until I was like a junior in high school. And finally, my doctor said, you know, well, you can go get tested for ADD. And I did. And of course, I'm a junior in high school. And this woman tested me, said that I had like the comprehension level, like reading comprehension level, of like an eighth grader as I'm a junior in high school, and like the same was with math or something, like I was testing horribly on all these tests, and she said it's very clear um that you have you know pretty pretty bad a d d that it's has nothing to do with anything other than you can't focus, and you know you need to be prescribed something, so then began my Adderall. I mean, I, I don't want to say that it's an addiction, but I, it had to have been an addiction because I would freak the fuck out if I if I like forgot to take my Adderall in the morning. There was just no way that was happening. Mm. And all of a sudden, of course, like my weight, I mean, you don't eat on Adderall, obviously. So it was kind of the first time that my my weight went down. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm perked up in class and able to study and get things done and, and, and my grades improved. Um, and that again, then the intensity of the Adderall started giving me extreme anxiety and that anxiety then gave me uh, a prescription for Xanax. And then they still had me on the antidepressant just to make sure that my mental state was good. And then I feel like they had me on something else that was like an anti-inflammatory, which I don't know what it was. So at this point I'm 16, maybe 17. And I'm again on birth control and have been on an antidepressant for both of those for years. And now I'm all hopped up on Adderall. And I would, you know, I would take like the 60 milligram, like time release in the morning, then pop it off with like a 10 milligram in the afternoon. I mean, it was a lot of Adderall, a lot of Adderall. Yeah. To be a teenager on, on such an intense drug is pretty crazy. Um, And then the Xanax and the Celexa, And, you know, it was a nice little cocktail for a teenager. And then I remember moving to New York after I got into college and moved there. And one day out of nowhere, I don't know what sparked it. It obviously wasn't some sort of health. Like, it's not like I had reached some higher level understanding of health and wellness by any means. Like, those weren't terms that people were using in 2005. But it was very much this internal this internal aha uh-huh moment. Like I'm on too many things. <laughs> and I went off all of it, cold turkey, which is very much not what you're supposed to to do at all. And kind of had obviously like a mental, a, a really intense, You're when you go off all of that so fast, you know, I kind of had like a, I don't want to say mental breakdown, but I definitely had something of the sort and kind of you know, took a deep dive into really intense depression and was sleeping all day. And my roommate ended up calling my mom and being like, you know, I don't know what's going on with Pia. And then, you know, I kept saying, you know, I think, I I kept saying, I think that this is just normal. I think that I'm just adjusting to living in New York. I miss my family. It's hard. Uh, Meanwhile, still suffering from, you know, extreme weight loss and gain, still having debilitating periods. Uh, You know, coupled with now, like around that time, um, my early 20s is when I started developing really severe acne, um, hormonal acne. And, And these mood swings were then determined by a therapist or a psychologist that it was bipolar too. And trying to get medicated for bipolar is extremely difficult because... Some pills do the opposite before, before they make you feel stable. So like the process of being on trying all these different medications every couple of weeks was excruciating until I ended up finding whatever it was that I took for a while and ended up weaning myself off of that as well because I just, you know, it was, it was so intense. It was like this pendulum was constantly swinging, it, which is ironic because it, it's supposed to level you out and make you even because that technically is what bipolar is, you know, is extreme highs and extreme lows. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara gives you the ability to not just eat healthy, but to truly enjoy it with chef crafted plant rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health. So Cara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu of creative, chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly so you will never get bored, and it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S., Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder. Made with organic raw cacao, it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash best to get 20% off your first order order. Sakara.com slash best. I've seen people who I mean I know a lot of people who have bipolar too. And it's it's very serious and it and it needs it needs medication and medic the medication for that is a dream. Anyway, so the theme is clearly um, not really ever getting to the to the root problem, which is a very common theme for a lot of people. Now I don't fault doctors. I don't have any clue how it's possible to be on top of the intricacies of the human body with patients all day long. I, 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 I truly understand how complicated, I don't understand. I truly understand that I will never understand how complicated that is by, by any means. Um, because I think so often it's very much like keep the patient alive you know, and if there are major signs happening that bigger issues are occurring, then you're in a good position. I do think that the doctor that I had growing up who dealt with all of this stuff that I was going through, because it was constant. It was me constantly going in there saying how I didn't feel good. I, I can't focus. My period is really bad. I have this cysts i was constipated or or the opposite um oh, like painful bloating and all these issues and she just kept prescribing me all these pills and pills to go to the bathroom and pills to do and and never really focused on my diet at all never 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 said are you taking any vitamins or are you eating well i mean nothing of the sort truly so i do think it was incredibly irresponsible on her on her end, and if she didn't want to do it, she could have sent me to somebody who, who could have. But she, she never wanted to get to the root problem, and so, you know, here we are now with an entire generation of women uh, that were prescribed birth control from a. Vi- and by the way, I'm not anti birth control at all. It's I think it's a great tool. I think many people need it, but I think that. Prescribing birth control to, like I said, a generation of women who don't need it or aren't sexually active to put a bandaid on bigger symptoms is fucking irresponsible. Because now all these women, and sorry, it's (laughs) how many women do you know personally that have endometriosis or PCOS? And if it's probably, you know, I don't know, if they're not diagnosed with it, I'm sure a lot of women. Are walking around feeling sick and 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 have no answers, and it, it could be very much one of those two things because a lot of people don't even have access to to doctors. And by the way, my gynecologist and my IVF doctor completely missed my PCOS completely. Didn't even look. It's unbelievable because I do just really feel like it's it's shocking how many women now are struggling with hormonal imbalances, depression, and infertility. And if I were you, actually, we should have her back on the show. But oh, my last episode with Alyssa Vitti, where she answers a Q&A, like really talks a lot about birth control and the possibility of the negative side effects. And that's never discussed openly either, right? But it's something that's very... Very helpful and 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 by the way, all this information is not to say this is bad or this is good or whatever, because everything is useful and it's and it has a great purpose, but you need to, you know, use these these drugs or prescriptions in a way that best benefit you. So you're not putting a band-aid on symptoms that so many of us have. Ana Luisa prides itself in creating trendy and high quality jewelry that not just looks great, but is sustainable with fair prices starting at just $39. New jewelry is also available every Friday. And all jewelry is chemically and physically tested on site and inspected to guarantee the metals are always safe, nickel free and hypoallergenic. It is even combination stress tested to make sure that your favorite pieces are life proof so you can wear them with confidence. I am really loving their mini huggy hoops. They have like tons of cute little hoops and there's another pair that I die for that are called Celeste and they're like little huggies with a moon and a star. They're just great and they're easy and they don't make my ears itch. And I love that they are a carbon neutral company, meaning they produce a net zero of carbon dioxide emissions. Don't forget, everything is on sale also for 20% off with my link. Ana Luisa is currently having a sale, like I said, where you can get up to 20% off with my link, which is great if you're looking for quality gifts during the holidays super great, right? These pieces start at just $39. And you can check out the sale at shopanaluisa.com slash everything for 60% off your second item. Anna Luisa is currently running their biggest sale of the year. So do not miss out. Go to com slash everything. First, I would say, you know, outside of working to find um, a doctor that is right for you. And by the way, now I'm, a am approaching a doctor the same way I kind of approach a therapist is like, I'm going to try out a few different doctors and like see what works. And, you know, it's amazing by the way, like use Instagram as a crowdsourcing resource for you. If you post on your Instagram, like, you know, I really, I'm having period issues or I'm um, chronic fatigue and does anybody have a doctor near me that, you know, they've gone through this with, you'll find someone like, that's what, that's what I love the most about Instagram is like, there's so much information and, and use the people around you and the people that you know for that. Cause oftentimes people don't talk about all this stuff. Right. So I would definitely say find a doctor, hopefully that is a good match for you. But in the meantime, um, you know, Alyssa Vitti and Aviva Ram are incredibly, incredible, incredible resources for everything having to do with, you know, the female body. And there is a lot of information in both of their books that is extremely, extremely helpful. And both of them have actually like really amazing Instagrams that have a lot of tips. I've had both of them on the podcast Done a QA with both of them on the podcast. I'll get them back on to do another one because, you know, what we're noticing now, obviously, and I'm very much not anti birth control by any means because I think it is such a tool, such a tool. But, you know, there has been an entire generation of women that were prescribed birth control at a very young age because, by the way, you know, these birth control companies are going to the doctors and saying like, this is a miracle drug. It helps regulate women's hormones. It stops ovarian cysts. It stops heavy periods. Like, of course, like it sounds like a great, a great thing. Right. But you know, there's all, everyone's different. So there are a lot of people that it had very negative side effects for. And by the way, just put a bandaid over all of these symptoms without getting to the root cause of anything, because I'm sorry, like, you know, people get put on birth control for acne, and now we're dealing with an entire, like I said, like generation of women who were prescribed birth control for you know acne or irregular periods or cramps or over bleeding, and now they're dealing with PCOS, endometriosis, infertility, insane hormonal imbalances, depression. I mean, we're all around the same age; we're all going through the same stuff, and I'm just so thankful that we live in a time where so many women are so open about all of their struggles and what's happening on happening in their bodies and that there are so many great resources so you know outside of looking at both of those women and trying to find a doctor there are so many other cool programs too available now. Like we have an episode with Lola, the founder of The Base, and that's a blood test that you get sent to your home. There's a blood test and a saliva test for hormones and you send that out to a quest lab and they work with you to get you feeling better. I mean, it's amazing. They have one for hormones. They have one for weight loss. They have one for fatigue. They have one for bloating. I mean, there's a lot of great, and I think it's like $60, like, which is incredibly affordable. Modern fertility is also a really good one to just like see where you're at in terms of getting your hormones taken care of. Pardon me, to get your egg count taken care of to make sure that you're in the right place. If you're single or you're married and you want to have kids, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't just make sure everything's in a good place. You can plan better. And that again is like super affordable. I think it's like 139 and then with our disc or 159 and then with our discount code, which we always provide, it's like $129. Um, and that tests, those tests are usually, you know, can be thousands of dollars in your doctor's office. And then what I would recommend to everybody, and I'm being a hypocrite because I haven't I just started doing it again. I would well, it's also because my period wasn't regular post, you know, you know, postpartum at all. Um, it just started regulating. So I would download Alyssa app. She also has a book. I'm sure you can Google it. Her book is incredible. But there's a chart in the book that says during the different phases of your period, you know, the appropriate exercises and like minor food adjustments. The food adjustments, like I do it because it's not, for me, it's not that hard. It'll be like, this week buckwheat is really good for you. And so I'll know, okay, I'm going to make some buckwheat noodles and broth for lunch or whatever. Like I don't go, you don't have to go so crazy about it. It's pretty broad and it's easy to follow. Again, I just have a photo of that chart on my phone. And so when I get a notification on the app that says like, now you're entering like your luteal phase, I'll take and look at my phone and be like, okay, cool. Like this week, I know that you know, fruit wise, cherries are really good for me. And so I'll eat some frozen cherries or put them in a smoothie my week, whatever. It's like, you can make it work for you. But really like the, what really helps is tracking your period in order to make sure that you're doing the right workouts, because there are weeks in your cycle where you should not be going hard at the gym. You shouldn't. And those are the times where we say to ourselves, we just got to get through it. We're just tired. Got to push through it. And you're you know, you're pushing through something that your body doesn't want you to push through because you're fucking tired. And that's not what's gonna serve your body that week. That week you should be stretching or going on walks or doing, you know, like some slow Pilates. It doesn't mean you don't have to work out for all of us that have, you know, and and also by the way, jumping on a trampoline is fabulous because it gets all the cortisol out. So there's all these like little tricks that we can do at home um that are really good and are so helpful. And I just, I just want to get to the bottom of all of this. And I want to get to the bottom of it for myself. Um, but really like, so everybody has access to, you know, whatever they, they need to feel their best. Because I do just think that there are too many people that don't feel good. Um, and I'm really, I'm really curious what the next kind of five to 10 years uh, will look like in terms of fertility and hormone balancing, um, and what maybe studies will pop up, you know, to show the, the the negative effects of of all these things that we've been doing to our body the last ten, fifteen years. Um all right, I hope I didn't I hope that wasn't so boring. My rant. Um, we're going to New York tomorrow. I turned thirty five last week. <laughs> uh I'm sure you could hear Chi Chi snoring this whole time. Carmela is cuter than ever laughing and being such a little person and yeah, that's it. That's all of it. So thank you for listening. Ciao, ciao. And that ladies and gentlemen concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment, but remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.